Welcome to the Elden Ring review, the podcast about Elden Ring and nothing else. The game sucked. It was awful. Thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs> I really fucking Thank you for listening to. I fucking Thank you for coming. I hope you had a good time. <laughs> you hate it already. I do. This is the best podcast. It's the bad podcast. <laughs> this is so. Welcome well, now, to the bad podcast. Welcome now, to the bad now, podcast. Now it's. Oh, I think it's the whole thing. It's bad RNG now. It was bad when it was just the two of us. Now it's, it's still pretty bad. Wait, so I'm the RNG element? Is that you're, the play? You're the RNG I'm element. The, I'm the wild card. You're the wild card. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> do I have to cut some breaks? I mean, that's up to you. It's probably just not Just don't do idea. it in my car, please. Okay. Wait, wait. You're asking us for guidance? That's not how wild card works. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. We're back. All three of us for the first time in quite a while, Quite right? a while, yeah. It's been a long time. Like... I First hate. time in person in what? Probably two years. Yeah. Maybe a little that. More. yeah. I think we got together maybe once during the pandemic, like early on. So it's probably been close to two years. Yeah. I would say, like, I think if I remember correctly, it was like March. Actually, I think it might have been March of 2019. So was the last time we got together. So over in three person. years. <laughs> So we're on a pretty regular schedule here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the Patreon money came in. We all went our separate ways. Yeah, and then we did our things, and now it's we're out. Yeah, we're out like, of money. I'll, I'll say this: I give you guys a lot of credit. You were able to manage your money a lot better than I was. I had to come back a lot sooner. Yeah. I blew my money on some stupid stuff, <laughs> but that's fine. I mean, I did the calculations, and based on the earnings I've made from the podcast, it really didn't matter whether I stretched them over two years, or three years, or one hundred years. It was the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So what did you do with your money? What did you do over the three years? Like, what did you do? Uh, Exactly what everybody else did. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. (laughs) Yeah, I was was trying to think of a clever answer, but it's it's nothing. I I understand. Neither did I. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, so we're back here, obviously. Begging for money. Begging for money once again. So that we again, can shut up so for a few more away years. <laughs> for another three years. At some point, we need to turn this into like a YouTube video that just had subtitles explaining these, these jokes. Yeah, like have like a descriptor. I like, guess that's not a good good joke if you have to explain it. That's for the long time listeners, just give us money, please. Yeah, just, just give us money. Like forget about everything else. Give us money. We'll go away again. Yeah, again. It's all good. If you don't want us to go away, I guess you don't have to give us money, but I'd rather you give what me if money we had so like I can a, go away. Like a bid war, dude. Either we stay or we go. Ah, sort of like a GDQ type thing. Yeah, exactly. Like save the animals or, or shut kill up. the animals or shut up. <laughs> <laughs> kill the animals or shut up. <laughs> I really wish you would just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of the... Yeah, the one... The SGDQ thing you were talking about with the... Yeah, yeah, and uh, we got a few topics lined up today, uh, but I guess one of them is ready to... Did either of you guys watch uh, Summer Games Done Quick at all? Uh, I'm catching some of the VODs now. Um, It snuck up, I think, on everybody. Yeah. I literally did not know... Like, Pat talked to me a couple nights ago, and he's like, did you see any of SGDQ? I'm like, I didn't even know it happened. (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of the same way, and then I started seeing, like, videos on YouTube of, like new GDQ runs and it's like posted five days yeah. ago and I'm like oh shit I missed oh, I'll it. never get anything on YouTube their fucking algorithm's oh. so fucking jank I get nothing I act okay, so honestly I'll- we should add the YouTube app 
to the list of things to talk about because I don't want to affect like the the speed running talk with that because I I got a lot. He of has some feelings. He has Dude, some we're gonna, I'm going to start a whole other podcast just about the fucking YouTube. Well, specifically on the YouTube algorithm, I just I want to complain for a second. There, I have been watching uh, the Amazon Prime show The Boys. Hashtag not an ad. And like the the new episodes are released at, like Thursdays at eight o'clock. At like eight oh five. There are clips with spoilers in the title posted on YouTube. Good God. I'm not going to give any of the titles here because obviously yeah. it's it's spoilers, but it's basically the Snape kills Dumbledore of the boys as like the title of a clip that's released five minutes after the episode airs. Like, oh, it's, dude, it's, that's efficient. Yeah. That's insane. I don't even know how that, it was like they went to the very end and just found something interesting that happened and we're like, ha. This is proof that there is an AI at Google that has achieved sentience and it's, <laughs> it's going, it's doing its thing. <laughs> that's also one of the items on our agenda. Yeah. Something but, to look forward. That's a teaser. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But, uh, but SGDQ, it snuck up on me. I found out about it the day it started. Um, and I'm it's kinda, happening right it's, now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm at the point now where like I, I j- when the events have been in person, I have watched a lot of yeah. them as much as I can. I'll, I'll keep weird hours. This one I, I wasn't going out of my way for. Uh, wasn't it like a weird like hybrid mix? It was a hybrid, was a hybrid yeah. mix, which will is actually a factor in our story. Uh, anybody who watched it knows exactly what the story is. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I thought it worked. Um, I would still prefer like all in person. Uh, that's not like an attitude about safety protocols. I just think that like the remote element doesn't mesh well with what they're trying to do at a GDQ marathon. They yeah. kind of rely on the energy of the crowd there in, a, in a sense. It's all about the in-person. Yeah. The crowd energy. brings something to the event 100%. that makes speed running like entirely different. By comparison, I really like on the, uh, the what's the, what's the RPG speed run? Uh, uh, RPG limit break. Uh, on their uh, channel, they have the Questing for Glory Marathon, yes. which is all online. There's no donations. I'm not saying donations or uh, a charity are bad. I think they have gotten one now, but like the runs are done remotely, and it's like really down to earth and like they're great runs for for like posterity just to watch the game. You know, yeah. there's there's no bullshit. It's just like here's a guy explaining how he's playing this video game. Yeah, and that's great because you don't always get that with people's recordings that they put on their channels for like submissions, you know, mm-hmm. like they're, they might just be talking about like any old thing or literally nothing. Yeah. Could you imagine like if Alex or I ran shovel night and we had the other two on the couch, like who's going to tell anybody what the fuck's going on? <laughs> I, I can't tell you what I'm doing in that game when I'm doing it. Yeah. I just know that I did it. And like, it happened. I don't know the mechanisms that created it. I'm just like, yeah, well, I did the skip. Like, I just bounced off the bubble. I, b- I bounced off it at the, the right time. And the bubble brought me to another area. Yeah. Well, for better or for worse, I don't think that's going to happen at GDQ. It's a really big production now, so you don't really pick your own couch as much as I think you used to, you know? This, yeah. I think it, I, I saw a thread by Darkman on Twitter, uh, and he kind of ended it with, like, it's not 2013 anymore. And I, I think... That's that's kind of a reality that has not set in for like everybody, but like it's it's just one of those for better or for worse things. Like it's big. It's yeah, not it's understanding be, yeah. what GDQ is now compared to the past. Like it's clearly a different event. Yeah, yeah, but you know it's it is what it is. I still like it, but you know yeah. I, I I do feel that loss of like it being kind of personal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's like struck the- a good balance. I think they do have the speed running community 
at mine, in mind and at heart. Um, yeah, because the whole idea, like, it's for raising money for charity, but it's also about showcasing, like, runners and games, right? Yeah, like, yeah. They're not in charge of speedruns, obviously. Nobody is in charge yeah, of speedruns. Yeah, nobody's king of speedruns. But, like, they, they do definitely stir the drink. Except maybe Matt Turk. <laughs> Spike Vegeta. Yeah, he runs speedruns. He's actually the president he's, of speedruns. Yes. Uh, he's his, the president of speedrunning. His running mate, Puexel, has uh, really kept it together in his administration. <laughs> <laughs> Party in the front, business in the back. Yes. That's what they say, but uh, but no, there was some controversy this year, uh, and real controversy, not just yeah. that made-up shit that people do for clicks. Yeah, well, we actual, yeah. so, I guess. So, let's who, see, who let's see what it? I composed for this. Commiseron uh, or something? Uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance Runner Mechorazium has been banned from GDQ events for faking the incentivized Blade Wolf DLC run. His runs were both broadcast remotely, which allowed him the opportunity to play a pre-recorded segmented run of the Blade Wolf DLC, made possible by donations during the marathon to unlock this, quote, incentive run, unquote. (laughs) I don't know why I had to put in quotes. He admitted to faking the run and detailed how he premeditated and executed the act. It appeared to be a world record time, leading to to some awkwardness between him and the, the host, I believe, who was very enthusiastic about a world record time, and and he sort of tried to quietly quell that. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Did, did either of you guys watch the clip? I, I have not. I have so not seen it. I watched the very end of it, and the runner goes off on like. So he was trying to make some kind of statement, from what I gathered. He was he was a little manic, and he was going on about how. You know, we shouldn't focus on the time. We shouldn't call it the world record holder. You know, we should call it the currently best known time okay. because there are so many people that contribute to these speed runs. Like there's the, there's the glitch hunters, there's the, the strategy boards. There are so many people that won't end up on these leaderboards that contribute so heavily to these runs. And yeah. I think that was part of the point he was trying to get across. But like, you're going to cheat at a GDQ. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is what we call damage hurt, control. Yeah, yeah. You hurt your cause. But no, yeah. that, well, it's, it's exactly, it's right after he got it. Like the, yeah. the world record was, was part of it. Like he was planning on, on doing that. Obviously yeah. it's a segmented run. He knows what the world record is. His, his explanation suggests that he had planned this as long as a month ago. A month ago. Yeah, yeah. From my understanding, he's the one who has the world record in that category anyway. If, if like this he, was something current. he did like a week ago, he realized like, I'm I'm going to fuck up this run and it's going to like ruin the event and it needs to look great. Like if he did it under pressure like that, I would understand there it's, it's a big bar to, to meet, you know, like yeah. being on GDQ and now you got to do an incentive run. That's like driving engagement during the event. Like, yeah, I could see it, but like a month out that I don't know. And then he started to like get really defensive after this and kind of kind of put on this this like you know i did the bad thing but i'm actually the good guy sort I'm of thing i'm the hero of this like, story <laughs> hashtag uncancel mecca zerarium um sanitarium but suffice to say I, I think he's just trying to cash in on his 15 minutes of fame here yeah. while while he still has everybody's attention if you get a chance i would highly recommend like watching the last like Five seconds of the run and like the 45 seconds after that because the exchange between him and the and the host 
he just he just talks over him the whole time. <laughs> and it's like I can't tell if it's another language or like if he's talking really fast in an accent. I don't understand. <laughs> Apparently he, says, he had he like says something like lyrics in his in part of his speech. Yeah, like, we dude, shouldn't call is... it the world record holder. We should call it the <laughs> like it's this long ass like a northeastern Europe sounding like word. And he's like, oh, that translates to currently best known time. And I'm like, currently you best. couldn't have just said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a guy who's hearing someone call it the world record time right now, and him just trying to be like, no, 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 no. 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 Say, no, no, no! Don't say those words. <laughs> like I, I get, I get what he's what he's getting at. Like obviously, you know, there's a difference between being the one who can, and, and there are people that do both. But there's the people that can kind of like find all these exploits in a game, and then there's those that can execute them. But yeah, but it's, see, it's like, a fine you know, point to make, but like th- th- you can't you, just start yeah. the debate right after you like you, totally shit the cheated. bed. Yeah, yes. well, <laughs> like that's that's fucking bullshit. Like I'm I'm trying to think of analogs here, and it's like, well, people just usually thank those people in their speeches. Yeah, like like imagine an actor. Like you find out an actor cheated their way into an Oscar, and they did it as a way to protest, like. St- Stuntman not being compensated properly, and it's Imagine, like you could have just thanked them like, in your acceptance he's speech. He's like, like, "I did this. I cheated to get the Oscar to prove that acting is actually bullshit." Like, yeah, Imagine like, hitting seventy-four home runs and not cheating. The man's got a point. Just imagine. Just, anyway, but it's I, and like, like statement so, or not, like you can you can make that statement and still do it legitimately. Yes, like, he, he could have like. There's always he could have just like done the run that everybody paid him to, well, paid charity to do. Yeah, but um, it, it seems like what really happened was it was obvious that he had faked it because the sound of his keyboard was not present during the Blade Wolf run, where it was present during the The main campaign. Okay. So he was likely to be called out right away. So I think he was getting ahead of it. Yeah. Uh, This is a guy who has damage control in mind, uh, probably because he premeditated it a month ahead of time. What you think he was planning on getting made that early? (laughs) No, 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 no. But you know, that's the way the cookie yeah, crumbles. That's, that's how it goes sometimes. GDQ issued a statement on the ban saying this is absolutely unacceptable and attempts to undermine the integrity of the speedrunning community that we love and support. Uh, blah blah blah. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know how you could not ban somebody yeah, there's, who. who you know? There's really no question. It's not like a like a like an ethics thing or like someone got caught like. Smoking pot outside or something like, like <laughs> no, this is a guy that got in the bathroom. Yeah, and like no, <laughs> wow, <laughs> I forgot all about that. But like, he legitimately cheated at yeah. the legitimately cheated. That's and as far as we know, there was no pot involved. Yeah, but we don't know. He was at home. He he could have. So like, I gotta tell you something, guys. What's that? I can't believe I'm going to admit this here. So. <sighs> All my live streams are pre-recorded. All of them. By like how much? I recorded them like six, seven years ago. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. That's that's an incredible feat. I just have a lot of stuff just on a hard drive. It's ready to go. Whenever I I'm I'm going back to a lot of those games you played like on release. Like that's... Do you have an uncle that works at Nintendo? (laughs) 
Interestingly enough, I do. That, you know what? That makes sense. He pre-recorded all his games ahead of time. We're actually pre-recording this ahead of time. We too. are. It's true. <laughs> we are that's that's actually legitimately true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no. I mean, we could have did it live, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. You have to pay us a right lot more money. Yeah. yeah. Patreon has to go to like at least two digits. Go to the 7-Eleven and pick it up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Make right, sure. Right under the hot dogs. Yes. I, you know what? I haven't had a 7-Eleven hot dog in so long. I and it's because they're they're awful. They are. I don't have any follow-up to that. I just wanted to say I haven't had one in a while. I had one recently. Not that not, I wanted not one. Not that long. Maybe like a couple of months ago I had one. Because I just got on like this random hot dog kick where I was going to different places and just getting hot dogs. Been like there. Wawa, 7-Eleven. Go like to Columbus, Ohio. Stores. They have a great hot dog place right by the Greyhound station. It's a that's long, really that's specific. a long distance for a They're good hot dogs. But to be fair, I have driven an hour and a half to get White Castle, so it wouldn't be that Like the movie. Fast. Yes, exactly. Like the movie. It took them a lot longer though. But I think I figured out what my problem is with the 7-Eleven hot dog and it's entirely the bun. Because the bun is always stale. It doesn't matter. It's in a wrapper. You get it. It's still stale. It's like, why is this? Why is this bun always stale? Give me something more. I'm... I wanted to see if he had more to say because no. he was—he seemed to be ramping up no. in anger, and I wanted no. to see how far it would go I regarding the Seven Eleven. I myself cool down. <laughs> All right, I'm—I'm I'm just always concerned when I go to the Seven Eleven and I see the hot dogs and the other spinny things on the rolly drawns. Like, does the cashier know who put that on there? I don't know. I mean, he probably did. Are we sure about that? I mean, he would be sure about that. When I look at them, I... You have to ask him. <laughs> yeah. I just say, when I look at the product... I mean, you're not wrong. I get the impression that not only does he not know who put it on there, but he the or guy, she <laughs> or they... But the guy but who came before them. The person them. before them probably doesn't know <laughs> yeah. either. If they called or texted them, they probably couldn't tell you. <laughs> There's one thing you got to give Wawa. Like, they got the hot dogs in the thing, and it has the time on it. It's like, this is when it was made, and... Part of the rules is they have to pull it after four hours. After four hours. You can't have it in there any longer than four hours. They're out. So but I would like, I would say just in general, just don't don't trust food that's like out in the open in a spot that's not there for its food. You know what I mean? Like like you go to like strip club buffets or like the like salad bars at grocery stores, like don't it's a weird. don't it's, do that. It's weird to me that the Titty clubs have wing buffets. Like that's that's just yeah. That's that's abysmal to me. That's but I guess the question is: Are the wings good? Uh, I don't think that's the question. That's the question. <laughs> it's I one have. of many questions, and if they are, why? Like, yeah. Imagine the best thing about your titty bar being the wings. Like, that's really funny, though. I yeah. Think about it. Like, where'd you go? I went to Dreams to get my wings tonight. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I just hear wings. <laughs> At, at a strip club, and all I can hear in my head is, oh, come here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just doesn't seem pleasant to me at all. Nothing about that seems. No, no it sounds pretty awful. <laughs> See, the girls well, like, We all saw that episode tea. of Futurama where, like, Fry ate the, the sandwich or whatever. What, the sandwich from the gas station? From the gas yeah, station, yeah. 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 Gave him the worms. Okay, okay, if that would happen, if I ate the wings at the strip club, and they gave you superpowers? I would absolutely do that. They made you super smart. Yes, I would definitely form an alliance with the worms. Okay. That's 100%. Fair. Would you would you call it like a 
like a symbiotic relationship? I suppose so. Um, would you tell other people that the wings have these worms? I don't know. Or I, would you just hold on to that for yourself? I might let you guys know. Oh, oh, okay, okay. But but not not on the on on the air. Not on, not on the podcast. Like, on the, yeah. These wings don't exist. Hypothetically speaking, wondering. if they did exist, <laughs> they don't I'll exist. tell you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'll know cuz I'll, I'll just come back with that ultra chat energy, you know. And a bucket of wings. <laughs> and a bucket of wings. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm gonna eat those wings as few times as possible to make this happen. As it's a, up to the a, worms after that. As a side good. note, can we just talk about how awful a food measurement is? Is a, of a bucket, like a bucket of food. You know, you go to KFC, you get a bucket of chicken. Like, there's no. We really should use the standard bucket. metric bucket. <laughs> like a bite. Like, can I tell you? Is that something? something you carry food in? Can I tell you something? Look, this isn't the first time I've had this discussion this week. Really? <laughs> this you week? had a discussion about buckets of chicken? No, no. The the Futurama worms and uh. whether you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else brought this up and I had this discussion. It's really weird. That's crazy. Did you take the same stance on it then? Like 100%? I would, oh, yes. I would eat the titty wings. Did yes, you? yes. Well, well I, I said I would eat the truck stop sandwich, but okay. you know, same same principle. Truck stop absolutely. sandwich, titty I was, wings. I was just like, yes, I, I would absolutely eat the disgusting food and take the worms for sure. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. I, I mean, it's like it's like getting your your vaccines or whatever. You know, it's a little pinch, and then you know you have the superpower of not catching rubella or whatever. Five G. <laughs> You have 5G wherever you go, man. Yeah, dude. Get that service. Like, and then gonna, I got the dude, extender. I'm actually going to get the uh, the booster and get the 6G. <laughs> I'm sorry. You made a penis jerk, and I'm just, I'm just a mark for that shit. <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy that you had a conversation about Futurama. Just the same. It's the same just the fact the that same it's concept. the same idea. This, like, in the last week. It might have been today. <laughs> All right. Are you sure you weren't talking to us? No, no. Are you it was sure it's work. not this conversation yes. right now? No, no, it was at work. It was. Are it you was high? Weird. I mean, maybe you don't know that. <laughs> maybe you forgot. Prove it. <laughs> yeah, I'm high on stripper wings. <laughs> I'm high on them titty wings. So speaking of Wait, work, were we doing speak, something? Speaking of work. Oh, we're recording a podcast we right are, now. We are. We are. We are. We're oh, in the middle shit. of the podcast. That's good. That's good. Don't forget to like and subscribe. So I took down a couple of quotes that I heard at work. One of them was directed at me, which I'm going to leave Those out are the always context. the best quotes. These should be on the Discord and out of context, but it's from work, so it's going on the podcast. I was told, you are an insult to the chocolate milk community. Wow. And you were told I, that? I was told this. I have to know Ooh, what that was in what response did you do? to. I have to know what that was All in response to. All I did was have my chocolate milk time. There, uh, I'm sorry. You're not giving enough information here. Yeah, we're this gonna is need, very suspect. We're not going to let that go. Like, I was just having my chocolate milk time, and I was challenged on, I, like, I chocolate milk time is 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. And I had... Waited until about 3.06 because, like, I get the chocolate milk at 3 o'clock. But then, you know, really I open it at yeah. some point shortly after that. And I was challenged on this. Like, it's too late. And I was told I was an insult to the chocolate milk community. And I said, wait, did you say insult or incel? <laughs> wait, their argument is that, what, past 3 Wait, you drank is- your chocolate milk after chocolate milk time? 
that, that I was too late. Yeah, that it wasn't chocolate milk time. Now, is it- and I was like, that doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. I have chocolate milk time every day. I know how it works. I was going to say, whose chocolate milk time is it? Is it yours or is it theirs? Damn, Skippy, it's mine. Yeah, who the so fuck are they? they're not having any chocolate milk no. at this moment. It's just, then they have no authority. They who have no they? authority, they no jurisdiction. No who, do, who do they think they are trying to tell you when you can and can't drink your chocolate milk on time? I agree. They are the insult to the chocolate milk community. I think it's an insult to the chocolate milk community to even think about them being involved in it. Well, ridiculous. So I just want to put this out there. Like any time is a time for chocolate milk. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Like there is yeah. no chocolate milk. That is not like, oh, it's 306. It's too late. No, it's two o'clock in the morning. Chocolate milk. If you're time. in the mood for chocolate milk. Yeah. It's chocolate, chocolate milk. It, it, it's just an important milestone in my day. You know, like I can't have it like all day. That would kind of ruin yeah. the effect. So like it's, it's really exciting. It's a nice me. little treat towards the end of the day. It's you like know? the seventh inning stretch because it's also an hour before the end of the work. Yeah. Day. And then you're almost done. Get You drink your chocolate milk and that takes you through to the end of the day. I respect yeah, it. home stretch. Yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. So, I get it. I also have on calling this Zoomer talk because we have we have a bunch of student workers that are handling some of the work for us and they and never now. they never shut up. <laughs> they never shut up. They talk all I hope they listen to this podcast. Day. You need to link it to I, them. Uh, <laughs> like I'm gonna post it on the window outside. Yeah, dude, work. that's fine. Like send it in the team slack. <laughs> like, like no mercy for these kids. Um <laughs> But I overheard this. I overheard this while I was working and it caught my attention to being the quote. What if Samuel L was cast in the Bible? He'd be all, where the fuck is Jesus? (laughs) (laughs) I I usually don't hear quotes from the Zoomers that encourage me, but maybe there's hope for this generation. That was was a good one. That was good. I'm I'm in for this. I just imagine a bust in the tomb. Yo, where the fuck is Jesus? <laughs> where the fuck Jesus? <laughs> I would watch this. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. 100%. You know what I, I'm not sure if I'm going to watch? Hmm. So did either of you, I know, um, you know, we all fucking hate weebs here, but that's fine. Have either of you seen the trailer for Trigun Stampede? I just watched it before I came over, coincidentally. Okay. Did either of you ever watch Trigon, the original? I did. I watched, I watched Trigon very when I was a little. Teenager. I actually got a a manga of it. Okay. For one of my birthdays from my aunt who didn't understand what it was I was asking for. Okay. I read it. I don't remember much about it. Okay. I might so, still have it actually. Anyway. Trigon was my is my all time favorite anime. It's the one I enjoy the most. And I saw this trailer for this show. And like I'm both interested in it and appalled by it at the same time because the whole reason that the show ended was that the company that was running the show went under. So like the manga stopped, the anime stopped, but the the creator wanted more story to be told. It's just they didn't have the opportunity. So now it seems like this is going to either be a continuation or a prequel to the story in the initial show. But what they did, and it's something that I can't stand that's happening in animation in general, is everything is being done in 3D. Like, they're using 3D models. And the 3D models just, in my opinion, look fucking horrible. (laughs) It looks so bad. And I'm like, I don't know if I could get past the looks of the show, even if the story is good. I, I hate to say it, but my takeaway was kind of the same. I don't, I don't like the 3D animated 
stuff in anime. Uh, I think I think some things make it work, but like there's a move to replace some animation with 3D rendered with cell shader right. sequences. Um, like I get it because I, in I mean, some shows it looks fine. Like it, like I, I'm not trying to like draw lines here, but like it, it, here I don't really like the look. It looks kind of cheap and generic. Yeah, in a way. Well, look at it this way. At least they didn't make it live action. Yeah, I mean they could have they could have did a Death Note to it. That's did true. you know they're making another one? They're making another live action Death Note. Is this as, is this as a, long another as they attempt still have or a sequel? Another so, attempt. As okay. long as they still have Christopher Walken as Ryuk, I'm fine with it. That was the best <laughs> part of that live action. He was he he nailed Ryuk. Um, I think I think this 3D animation and anime complaint is like kind of a standard one and a big debate online. So like I'm not familiar with like the memes here, uh, but I've had I've also had this issue. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Dragon Ball Super movie Broly. Yes, I I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was really good. There were a lot of different animation sequences by like different animators. I thought that it was like restrained enough to be enjoyable. Uh, without doing too much like the shitty Dragon Ball Super, like fan fiction writing. Yeah. Um, you need a certain amount of story and a certain amount of like, just let it go with Dragon Ball, I think. like, And they, they kind of hit it there, but some of the sequences in it looked like they came straight out of Dragon Ball Fighter Z, yeah. And that kind of took me out of it for a few. Like I'm watching an animation to see like kind of, something that I couldn't do in a video game, you know, like a unique animation sequence. And I felt like I was just getting like a, like a fatality there. And it it looks like they're going for more of that style. And like, to an extent, I understand it. It's the same thing with like, you're seeing that with like even Disney and stuff. They're all their movies are like 3d animated. And I get that it's probably easier on the animators because now you have a model that you're working with rather than having to do, individual cells or individual, you know, frames of animation, you now have the ability to kind of like move it in, I don't know what they're using, Blender or whatever, and you can create it. Like, I could see why it's useful, but it's so jarring to me in in contrast. Like, I remember seeing a thing of like the behind the scenes of that, I think the movie's called Encanto, it's the Disney movie, Mm -hmm. Um, and they had like, drawings of what they pictured this scene was going to look like. And when I saw the drawing version of it, I'm like, I would have much rather have seen that than the 3d version. Cause it looks so good. I'm like, I would have rather have seen that. Like, but I, th- I feel like it, just in general with the 3d animation, it takes some of the, the character out of it mm-hmm. because like a lot of times you could, you could look at something and be like, uh, well that's, you know, that's a Dan Harmon or like, that's a, uh, trying to think of another like animator whose style is obvious but you, you know what i'm getting at. Like, like, even, like like greening style you know the simpsons futurama sort yeah, of yeah exactly like a like a right matt greening what was that enchanted enchanted or? yeah like you can tell when it's or like the the honan vasquez sort of style like the steven universe style is seth MacFarlane. Like, yeah seth MacFarlane has a style and be, but like you don't have that that 3d like animation with that. It it takes some of the soul out of it. It takes some of the personality out of it in terms of like letting the, the animator, the illustrator or whatever, like put themselves into, into the product as opposed to just like maneuvering things around on a computer. Okay. I mean, you know, in a sense, I feel like 
I, I kind of, you've kind of convinced me that those series we mentioned feel a little cheaper in retrospect, thinking about it, you know, it brings them a little closer to like Hanna-Barbera. In a sense. Think about the the cookie cutter pieces. South Park also went over to a computer animation model because it was so replicable. Um, Well, I think that's part of it too. Like I'm afraid of becoming like, am I just becoming a boomer? Because I remember people complaining about the the Flash, like when Flash came into play. It was immediately like, oh, I don't like it. And I remember sort of being in the same boat because I look at I look at the animes and stuff that I loved growing up, like Vampire Hunter D or Trigun or Cowboy Bebop or Akira, and like the art style is so unique in that. And there's something about Flash that's so clean that it doesn't like it there's not as much imperfection. It's the same way I feel about music now. With the, the, the ability to just quickly produce and like, oh, that didn't sound good. Let me stop and redo it. Like you lose some of the imperfections that made music like great. Yeah, like the art is in, in the imperfections. Yeah. Like yeah, it's for sure. But I think you're right. It was it was the point I'm kind of hanging on to here is, is to play devil's advocate. Maybe this is a generational gap, uh, I think. Or maybe it's just like an audience gap. I think that what we like tracks towards what previous audiences like. And I think that there may actually be more of an audience for this type of 3D animated stuff. Yeah. There's just a general appeal to it. I think it looks kind of cheap, but like general audiences like cheap looking 3D animations. Maybe I shouldn't say cheap. Maybe I should say like low poly or, or like, like, like simplified style. Um, Stylized. Like, like I think of, uh, if you know anybody with kids and you've seen Coco Melon, it's, it's like really, really bland 3d modeling to like lullabies and it's fucking huge. I, it's I huge. know of I've Coco heard Melon, of Coco Melon. Yeah. I, I, I'm glad I have no other information other than I know Coco Melon exists. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, just like look up a thumbnail and you'll get the idea. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's like really plain low feature 3d animations. Okay. Um, people just love that shit, I guess. You know what? I actually have a question for both of you because I know I, I'm pretty sure both of you have two different experiences with it, but, uh, did you guys hear about Kazuki Takahashi, the guy who made Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, he he passed away. I heard about that actually. Yeah. Um, I, if I remember correctly, you said you played, I played, I actually played a decent amount of Yu-Gi-Oh before you watched. I I, I did both. I watched, yeah, I watched like the first, like season or two of the show yeah, once it I've, came over to America. I've here and there seen the the original show as like anybody who watched Adult Swim would have because yeah. it came on right before. I, yeah. I watched it as a kid, like when uh, it was still I, like... I, I watched it across all sorts of years. Uh, what, like I, I caught that the same way I see a Christmas story, just like totally out of order and across time. You know? <laughs> yeah. uh, but I ended up watching all almost all of the sequel series, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX on Twitch Plays. Uh, for some reason, it, it was it was just hypnotic. Uh, I remember getting such a kick out of that because I'd message me too, Pat and I'd be like, yo, you want to play something? Yeah, I'll be there in a little bit watching you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember it's that. It's a fascinating I show. That. I don't I don't know if I want to waste too much air right now talking about it, but I will I will recap what I remember of it. Uh, eh, fuck it. You know, there's not that much. All the seasons have some sort of plot where something <laughs> They have a plot. They got some sort no, of plot. A plot that involves like 
hypnotizing or mind controlling some of the the students in this card game academy. It's like a military academy, like in Final Fantasy VIII, but for playing Yu-Gi-Oh. And like each season, something hypnotizes or mind controls people at the school. So like you're not ever really introducing many new characters. <laughs> it's just the same people with really contrived reasons to play cards against each other, and one of them acts evil. Okay. Um, the 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 cast included, uh, as I recall, only one character who really stays in mind, and that is the teacher who looks like a clown, like Kefka kind of, but if like Kefka sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I that's never so strange. So that's that's my summary of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Thank you for for tuning in. Like I never saw the show. I never played the card game. Like I was never like really involved with it. The only thing I ever remember of it was the abridged series when that came out. I remember the abridged series. The abridged series cracked me up. I I have watched the show a decent amount and I still have no idea how the card game is even remotely playable. So (laughs) did you guys ever watch the original series? I can give you like a... I've watched some of it. So here's, I can give you a rundown of the original I know there's series. like a point system, like you have so much. You, you have, have life, life points. points. Yeah. The card game is irrelevant, all okay. right? It's it's the outcome of the matches that actually matters in terms of the story of the, how you play Yu-Gi-Oh! They didn't play it right. It, the shit didn't make any sense. <laughs> it seemed like they made You've up a lot of rules. You've activated my trap card. You've gotten me talking about the original Yu-Gi-Oh! TV you series. You got this card with a picture, a name, and like a, a star as the only description. And yeah, these guys and they, are like, talking they just make about up shit that it does. They make up like, like a transformation <laughs> that when the opponent attacks, it's triggered and it turns their life points into zero. And also all of their cards are blown up. And there's like, a how did, comes in and like, like drops. Them. Like, how did you know that? Where so, did you read that? Like the very end of this series, a little spoiler alert. Like the main villain is this, is this guy Kaiba. Kaiba, yeah. And he has the blue eyes white dragon. But more than that, he has three of them. And at the very end, he's like, oh, I'm giga powerful. Combine the fuckers. And they turn into like this Cerberus looking thing. And like the main like anime protagonist is like, you forgot about like Exodia, the all chosen powerful guy. Oh, that... Like, if you have all five parts of it, you just win. Which like, nobody else has ever done somehow. Like yeah. In this game that clearly involves intense strategy, nobody has ever contrived a way to draw these five cards into their hand. But so like, That's because Yu-Gi-Oh! Or whatever his name is, the only one that I, has I just, them. I just so, well, the premise like, of the show is, so like, <laughs> it starts like this kid's dad or his grandpa owns like a gaming shop. Yeah. And then his grandpa gets kidnapped because he has like this puzzle box or whatever, this pyramid shaped puzzle box. And whenever he plays this card game, he turns into like this 30 year old man. <laughs> like he ages 20 years. This is already a lot more involved than Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and he finds out that like Kaiba wanted the puzzle box or something. So he banished his grandfather to the shadow realm. <laughs> <laughs> And like this escalated quickly. Yeah, dude. It, like, I feel like it should watch it. It's, it's crazy. And the only way to get him back is for him to win this tournament. And every episode he has to fight against, oh, it's the bug kid, or like it's his best friend, or like the dinosaur guy. And it's like it's time to duel. And it's like, weren't you just 10 years old? Why are you 30 now? And your hair is I don't, all I don't different. Know. So he has this like Batman. ancient pharaoh that's guiding him, right? Yeah, and, in the puzzle box. And he's playing against the president of cards. 
the uh, president of, of, of Cards Corporation, who now has the three ultimate cards, and he's defeated him by drawing all five. And I feel like the Pharaoh is just like he's kind of backseat gaming here and he's watching what's going on and he's being like, wow, the meta didn't advance at all since ancient times. Like, <laughs> nobody ever thought to search their library for these five cards. There's they, only those five. They just thought you had to, to draw them randomly. It never came up. <laughs> it never came up. <laughs> That's wild. I think I got to watch it now. It's crazy, dude. It's- I, think, I think I need to watch it. It's, it's it's already way more involved than the one I summarized. Yeah, like his yeah. grandfather gets kidnapped like an episode in, and you find out like not only <laughs> his grandfather just gets and, and like not even like kidnapped, but like sent to another dimension where he's literally the only thing. Like like he gets he gets uh, he gets zotted. I guess this is starting to sound like one of those Japanese animes. Wow. Right back to Metal Gear. All right. Wow. So that guy cheated at Metal so Gear. <laughs> I, okay, so I, there was something I wanted to say about the cheated run. Okay. That, like, it, it was seven minutes. It's a seven-minute run he cheated. <laughs> it's, Why? It's not like it's a three-hour. It was seven yeah, minutes. Like, anyway. If you don't get the world record, does it really matter? What's it going to take you? Eight minutes? Anyway, Yu-Gi-Oh, you should watch the original Yu-Gi-Oh series. It rips. This, this, chi- this child turns into like an Egyptian pharaoh and is like a, a card god. The only it's things I know shit. is the time. It's crazy. It's nuts. the time. I know that. The trap card. I know the trap card. I know blue eyes, white dragon. Not so fast, Kaiba. I know not so fast, Kaiba. And I know it should have been me. They spend like Which a whole episode. They spend a whole episode contextualizing like how this fight was actually happening. It's like this whole they set up this island where there's like video projectors attached to like the things on their wrists, and like randomly the environment would have an effect on the fight. It's okay. like oh, we're in a jungle. My my dinosaurs get eighteen hundred defense or whatever. The ramp up in gymnastics, storytelling gymnastics done to justify a card game of lethal uh, uh, consequences are fantastic. It goes from that, an island with an arena with projectors and arm-mounted apparatuses and shit, to an entire academy that trains children to play it as, like, soldiers, (laughs) to the next series after that is a post-apocalyptic, like, motorcycle dueling version where they play while riding motorcycles in, like, a a death rally. So if you're just tuning in, we are talking about the the TV show based around the child's trading card game Yu-Gi-Oh! Well, (laughs) it's like, how much more can they add to this you can't think about it too much i mean this is that's that's always been my answer to like anything that has to do with anime is don't think about it too much and you'll really enjoy it like baki the grappler is the most ridiculous show on the planet and if you don't think about it, you will love it's, it. It's just well, because like Baki kind of revels in how ridiculous it is. Have ba- you been watching If you haven't it? watched it, then Baki is, is like Jojo kind of, just like really exaggerated animations, very like muscular characters. Yes. Okay. Um, and and it, it, it just like leans in. It's 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 really self-parody of just like, like strongman animes. Let me, it's let the me, best. I'll give you one example. I've given this example to Pat and this is why I suggest anybody watch Baki is there is an episode where they, he wants to fight like the strongest people. So 
he kidnaps the president. He kidnaps, and it's not like, oh, generic U.S. president. No, it was Barack Obama. He kidnaps <laughs> Barack Obama so that he can be put in this prison so that he can fight another guy because that guy is in the prison. I'm pretty sure that was like a- like or a, No, he kidnapped George Bush. That was like a side plot in the movie Kung Fu Hustle, except they broke the guy out of prison. Yeah, like he captures George, it was George Bush. He met- Obama later, and okay, he this is to, I was not. He, he, needed <laughs> yeah. to, he needed to prove how powerful he was because Obama didn't believe in how strong he was, so he crushed sand in his hand and turned it into a diamond. Don't ask me how that works. It just kind of fucking happened. It's called compression, dude. I mean, through God, all things are possible. So jot that down. <laughs> through Baki, yeah. through Baki. <laughs> but yeah, so Baki revels in its ridiculousness. Yu Gi Oh, on the other hand, is apparently just as ridiculous and plays it totally straight. It's like, yeah. no, no, this is, this is how you would play a card game. That's we're insane. not, we're not ridiculous. Of course it would ride bikes. Like, <laughs> I just think it's funny. Like there's times I think about stuff like that in TV shows where I think about like Pokemon, I'm like there should be fucking fainted Pokemon all over the place. <laughs> like People don't catch every Pokemon. Some of them you just knock out. There's a lot there of questions that don't get answered. The there are a lot of questions that don't get answered in Pokemon world. There's a, there's a lot of questions you probably don't want answered in the Pokemon That's world. That's true. Like, there's there's a, a question that gets brought up from the very first game. Lieutenant Surge was a lieutenant in the army during the Pokemon Wars. Yeah. He was a, an active fighter, and he's still alive. There are people alive. Your mom in the game probably remembers the Pokemon, the Pokemon Wars. War. Yeah. And like, I want a Pokemon, like a gritty, like Band of Brothers style <laughs> Pokemon Saving Wars miniseries. I'd at least like to hear That's some more like war a, stories. Like a Blastoise, like firefighting squad or some shit. Like, <laughs> or a Magnemite bomb diffuser. There's only one Pokemon cut out for this job. You need the war turtle. <laughs> Can we talk about the one thing to me, though, that never, even as a kid, it didn't make any sense to me. It's this 10-year-old going around fighting adults with Pokemon, and the Team Rocket people are like, damn, I got beat. Why didn't they just beat the shit out of the kid and be done with it? You can just, you know, like, you can just fight him, you can right? Just beat his ass. So I was at a, I was at the Team Rocket board meeting at Magfest, and there was at least one employee who asked, uh, "Sir, uh, do you think maybe we should shift away from mostly poison type Pokemon? It seems that any ten year old with a Kadabra could just take down the entire organization. Uh, <laughs> this is a major security oversight. Like it's just so funny to me." I believe he was removed. That's ridiculous. Probably by a cadaver. <laughs> Rocket business. Use teleport. <laughs> Looks like Team Rocket's blasting off again. Did he teleport him to the moon? I don't know. Like he, in that other game? I, I believe that he was Portal like two? struck with a mallet moon and man. like flew into the sky into like a little... And then he like just kind of bling. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, yeah, that makes again. sense actually. That seems to be more along the lines of the rocket, the Team Rocket ammo. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot that the game came out before the TV show, like slightly before, but before. Like, I totally forgot that that was the thing. I got super caught up in that. In the, the I Pokemon remember hype. getting the the VHS in the mail. 
the 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 mass mailer. Yeah. Oh, dude! Like as soon as I saw it, I was hooked. I, I was sucker punched by that shit, man. I just I just remember one of the things that I find interesting is obviously from the very beginning they had the plan of the video game, the TV show, the card game. Because if you watch the TV show, there's no reason to think that there's going to be a card game attached to it. Like, there's no reason to think that. But then the thing that gave it away to me was I thought about the, like, when, have you ever played it on, like, the the Super Nintendo, the Game Boy Super or Super Game Boy? Yeah, Super Game Boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has the side animations with the Pokemon on cards. But it was on the original carts that came out before the card game came out. And I was like, I never Mm. thought about that until recently. That the side borders was built into the chip on the on the original cartridge, but they were had them on little cards on the side borders in the game. I was like, man, I never would have thought about that until recently. I thought about that. I'm like, it's crazy. They had this all planned out. Now, I would kill you both for a Super Game Boy. <laughs> Pat has one. I have two Super Game Boys. I have a Super I Game Boy. I think I actually might have one. And I have a Super Game Boy 2. That you got a Magfest. I was there when you got that. I remember that. Yeah, dude. That I think I might actually sick. have it has one. A link I don't cable have to kill port on it. A cable port? Like a link cable. Port. Oh. Yeah, you could do like trades using yeah, the dude. Super Nintendo. This is for the serious gamer. Uh, what, what would you ever need that for? To play Tetris against your, your pleb Game Boy Color having friends? Yeah, well, I mean, they got Game Boy Color. Like... You get to play on your luxurious TV. <laughs> on your luxurious, like, and you get to TV. choose the and you get to choose the chroma key. <laughs> My luxurious twenty-seven inch Magnavox. <laughs> I'm going way back. I'm going back to like when you had the seventeen inch TV, but the entire TV was like sixty to seventy inches long in a big wooden box. In a big wooden box. <laughs> yeah. And I, are you talking about the ones with like the big clicker dials yes. on the front? Yeah. The picture starts going, and you got to smack it on the side just to get it going again yep that's back when we kept technology in its place <laughs> you want to play a game channel three turn it to channel three or you're not playing or four uh well there's the, like a whole switch on, on it like mm-hmm. oh channel three looks like shit on this one switch it to four so just, yeah it depended yep. on the tv yep yeah the switch between switch the kajigger <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how good they have it now nah it's all plug and play dude i mean i love it that's why their games suck do they no what games suck? I don't know. Tell me a game that sucks right uh, now. Fortnite. Overwatch 2. <laughs> okay, okay. We're going to go, mean, that's a hard pivot. <laughs> that's a hard pivot. I wanted to get you there. So but you know like, what? You know I, what? I, I don't actually believe this. But I, I, mean, I want to say. It's appropriate because Overwatch is kind of trying to become Fortnite. Yeah. If I'm, you've been following, they announced uh, over the past months that uh, Overwatch 2 will release an early access on October 4th. Yes. And there's also free to play. Beta tests going on. Mm-hmm. It will be free to play. It's going to replace the original Overwatch. Okay. Uh, Overwatch 2 was announced in 2019. I'm not sure when around, but uh, I, I feel if you found out when their other big headlines that year happened, uh, it was probably about a month or two after that. Yeah. I think it was around the time, maybe. I think I might be wrong, but I think it was around the same time that they were announcing Diablo Immortal. What, yep. don't you guys have phones? Yep, it was. Was that Diablo Immortal? Diablo, yeah. The yeah. best of times, the worst the, of times. The, the disgusting game that's somehow making a million dollars a day in microtransactions. <sighs> like for all these people talking shit about the game, you're giving them an awful lot of money. 
I mean, it looks like a lot of them are streamers for some reason. I don't yeah. understand that whole economy. But Overwatch 2. Uh, two new heroes have been announced who I know absolutely nothing about. I don't even know uh, about the last two heroes that got announced. Yeah, uh, but fans seems to react pretty negatively to a lot of uh, stuff shown so far because it seems to just be the same old game mostly, the same maps set at different times of day. Uh, yeah, I've seen And it will that. launch with only online modes. Uh, Blizzard made a big deal about having PvE modes, uh, story mm-hmm. mode. Uh, but that will not be rolling out. Uh, instead, Overwatch 2 is going to be more like Fortnite having seasonal content. So they're promising that this is going to come later. Okay. Probably in 2023. That's the part I was interested in, if anything at all. Uh, you, you guys know me. I'm just not really an Overwatch guy. I think it's yeah. boring as shit. Uh, all the modes involve waiting for the game to be over, which is like not really a great... <laughs> dynamic it's like golf it's fucking boring it's like baseball like i like baseball i like the atmosphere of the games but the reality is once my team gets ahead by even one run i want all the batters to strike out so i can go home (laughs) i just want my team to get the w like that uh, you incentivize me after that win and so i want the game to be over now so i can have it um So I was looking forward to something different with with, uh, Overwatch 2, but it seems with changes like going to uh, a store instead of loot boxes and having the seasonal content that it's basically going to become like Fortnite. Here's my question and why I put it in there is this game was announced in 2019. It's now going to come out in early access in October. So like what exactly have they been doing? Was it all just to make two new heroes and change the lighting on some old maps and like a big IOU? Like, I, I find what are it, they doing? I find it more interesting that they're choosing to release like a sequel to a MOBA. You know what I like? Yeah. A game that they've made consistent updates to over the the course of what like its six seven year history. They've constantly updated. They've made huge changes to the way that like matchmaking works, to the way that like heroes work. Like they're not sure. above changing this game. Yeah, like so many I games that are evolving. To yeah, Overwatch. Imagine a Fortnite two that just replaced that, Fortnite. That would be weird. I mean, it would be like, super weird. I mean, one that we play. What what would a Rocket League two look like? Given that they just release more content, a lot of games Be-boats. are like this. Yeah, like in some cases, it's a Be-boats. switch over to like maybe a boats or airplanes. Like Diddy Kong Racing style, just yeah. branch it out. That'd be cool. But, but like, like again, they could games, just release yeah. that as like LTM, limited time modes. Yeah. Or like seasonal modes. Yeah, like, we were playing Heat Seek. <laughs> it was terrible. It's such a bad mode. <laughs> like a lot of games have this this thing going on where it's like, what, what would a sequel even be? And Overwatch 2 really was weird, I think, when it was announced because the game I had already evolved. What it feels like, it feels like Overwatch 1, but 5v5 instead of 6v6. And that's, like, the primary difference. Like, there's only one tank yeah. character. So, like, what that says to me, and they're like, you know what, guys? It never should have been 6v6. It should have been 5 from the beginning. It's just more balanced that way. Yeah. I feel like this could have If that's, like, easily, the biggest change. Easily could have come along in a rebalancing patch, though. 100%. Yes. Like, everything about this feels like it could have happened in Overwatch 1. And I'm not saying that, like, my beef isn't that Overwatch 2, like doesn't make sense as a thing. I think it's cool to bring it forward. I thought the idea of having more modes and not a focus on the same old boring wait until it's over online mode that I can't stand. uh, Like if they could have focused on other stuff as well, that would have been a big step forward, but it 
kind of sounds like they're just releasing the same game with like a patch. Kind of, yeah. And yeah, I'm I gonna just have wonder to what's happened myself, over the past three years to see what they've done. But like, and what you know what's the point what's of announcing in 2019? Were they trying to shift attention away from other stories that came out that year? There was nothing else happening no, that year. No, Blizzard. No. Come on. No. No, no, no. Blizzard anyway, never do like, that. I don't want to harass you guys with more Overwatch talk. Um, I, I know that I'm the biggest fan here, and I'm just kind of bothering Clearly. you. Clearly. <laughs> I can tell. But, I mean, the whole the whole thing, like it's like you said, it could have just been addressed in a balance patch. Like, why why release it as a new game? Yeah, like you could have you could have switched over to a store. That's easily doable. Yeah. I mean, Which is you, a fine change. Yes. Like all the changes at, that they're making are fine individually. Look at Fortnite. Fortnite did it. Yeah. They initially, if you remember, it was just the llamas. You got the llama loot box things at, when the game first came out, and then they shifted to a store. If you want to make it free, to, again, it was initially not free to play. They made it free to play. Like, like initially, people- it was a. A building like zombie it was, horde. It was in an ironic spot where the the paid game was in like an alpha, yeah, and like early access, and it cost money. But also the battle royale was free, and that's what blew up. And that's the one that people wanted to play. And it's like, why are you charging for this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, I don't mind microtransactions. People act like microtransactions are, are a terrible thing. And I don't I don't think it's that bad. Like, as long as it's not pay to win. Yes. As long as you're not paying for, like, upgrades or, or whatever, like, to your character, to your team, or, or whatever. Like, if it's aesthetics, cosmetics. Yeah, like, cosmetics, whatever. Stuff, whatever. I mean, as long as, as it doesn't as affect like your it's, gameplay. It's consistent, right? Yeah. Like, uh, it just... I. Th- at this point, like I, I agree. Like I think a free to play game with a store is just fine. It's just I, uh, I'm kind of sick of like the limited edition stuff that's like trying to generate FOMO. I get that they're trying to make money. Yeah, but it's like can't that's you the just whole idea like is to try to generate the FOMO? Can't you leave it in the store so I can buy it later? <laughs> yeah, because like I'll spend money someday if you leave. If you have a bunch of things, there will be some of them that I want. I don't want to have to babysit my game to get like a good outfit for my character. But that's what they want. But that's what they want. Because it drives the But they have to play the the two-faced thing of like putting attention greedy features in while playing like they're not in this attention economy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because they care about player well-being or whatever Whatever. the fuck they call it. One of my Like the problem with normal stores is like you can't, why can't you put every flavor of Dorito into like an Acme or, or like a BJ's? You don't have enough room. Yeah. You don't, you don't have that concern in a digital shop. It's, it's forced scarcity for the sake of like generating FOMO and, and forcing the, the engagement. Like it's that kind of shit is. eh. I usually don't have that either. I've had it once. And it makes perfect sense. And just to make sure that everybody knows what podcast they're listening to, I can make it clear. I wanted the Shovel Knight skin in Fall Guys. And I didn't get it because it was gone by the time I got there. I hate it. They give you, like, nothing to buy there. They give you, what, five options? There's, like, four or five items yeah. in Fall that's, Guys. That's ridiculous. And it it's sucks. not even the... Is it the same per player? I don't remember if it was the same. It is the all... same per player. I think, I think the, one, the main the, There's, like, is. ten things, and, like, the five at the top are the same, and, and the, five the five at the, the bottom, bottom are yeah. random. Yes. But... Like, Random each day. Yeah. I think Fall Guys 
is a great game. Like, I enjoy they it. They do a lot of updating to it. Like, I just recently saw all the new maps that they have, and I'm like, I think we need to go back to it. Every time we go back it, to it, it's a different game. Yeah, it is I would wild. absolutely play it again. I never stopped liking Fall Guys. Yeah. Like, I'm always down for that. I'll play some Fall It's. I mean, it's not something I'll play for, like, hours, like, No, every day, but, uh, but I'll like, play for, like, 20 minutes anytime. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For couple sure. games here and there. It's not Rocket League for me. No, no. It's not as good as Rocket League, but it is a little more mindless. Yeah. yeah. Rocket League is the game, Mike. I've said this a million times. I, anytime somebody brings up Rocket League to me, I'll probably be like, yeah, I'm in. Rocket I mean, League forever. Like, it's, it's Rocket League tough. forever is there it's for me. It's tough because, like, I do care about Rocket League. Like, I don't care too much, but, like, when I'm playing, I am, like, really trying to win. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I can't, like not play at my competitive level. Yeah. And Fall Guys, you can just dick around. And- Fall Guys, like, I, 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 like, have that weird, like, wavelength with it, you know, <laughs> where, where, like, it's zany, but also, like, if you lose, I don't mind, like, watching you guys. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a good kind of hangout game. Like, right, back like, out. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, Wonderful. God. We had a moment last night playing Rocket League so, this dude got so fucking mad. We're playing, and we immediately went up like four nothing. Yeah, it was like four nothing. We're just kicking this this these two guys' ass, and I forget what he said. No, he he, he had done like he like did a, a ridiculous like an aerial. off the wall like ceiling jump. Flip reset. Yeah, flip reset hit, and Alex makes this awesome I made save. It, I make an insane save. The next stoppage of play, I type in the chat, man, that, I'm, that was an insane shot, not going to lie. Like, if only I hadn't, I'm half tempted not to save it. Yeah. And he was like, shut the fuck up, y'all are trash. Like, he got so mad. And I was like, I'm trying to pay you a compliment, yeah, man. Like, I just remember being like, so happy with us because I was like, I don't know if you noticed this, Alex, but that dude was a grand champion tournament winner. Season two grand and champion tournament. them. And like, as soon as the game was over, we, I think it was four, was it four one? I think four one was the final. Four one was the final. And this dude comes out like right after the game ends. And he's like, these guys are low, low D, low D three, low D three rank. And it's like the game ended. We get into like them showing the things and we're all division three or diamond three, diamond three. We're all diamond three. And I'm like, what the fuck is this dude bitching about? We're all the same rank. Was it the same guy? We He had gotten a friend request from some guy. Was oh, it the no, same that guy? Was a, that was a different guy. That was the guy. <laughs> So a couple games before that, I'm just like, we're winning this game. But Alex and Pat will tell you, when I play Rocket League, there's times where I just get aggressive. And oh, I hit yeah, people. that's right. So I demoed this guy like three different times in the game. So he started coming after me, like, and just forgetting about the game. Like, he just made his he mission. He just stopped playing the game and just chased Frank down for like... And- Three minutes. We win the game. A couple games later, I see in the bottom corner, I have a one next to like the the friend thing, and I click it, and that dude has to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? I'm accepting it. 
I never heard anything. Never, but never. I oh, yeah, really that's funny. what I was going to ask if you ever heard anything. Yeah, I never heard anything back from him, but that was funny. But the the, the dude, that dude grand was so champion mad. dude was so he, got say, he, said, he said, STFU, y'all are ass. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, like it's four, it's four to one. It's like, four to one. You're, you're talking shit. You're down by three with like 30 seconds left. You lost. <laughs> it's over. You fucking lost. Take your ball bro. and go home. Like we're done here. It was awesome. Uh-huh. That's he my was, favorite moment. And he was mad forever. And then be mad forever. That's still a daily driver meme for me. <laughs> for sure. Every day I say it. For sure. I'm going to be mad forever. I'm going to be dude. mad forever. Don't forget to pick up your mad forever meme. Uh, stock's going off on that one. They, I think that happened recently enough that they have no idea what that is. Oh like boy. the listeners have no oh idea yeah. about I'm going to be mad forever. So uh, all of our stories somehow all come back to Rocket League. Yes. And <laughs> I, I forget the exact, we were, we were like joking with these guys. We were poking fun. Oh no. The the beginning of the story was we get into this game. We're playing against these three dudes. We score a goal immediately after the first goal. This dude is like, you toxic cunt. And we were like, whoa, what the hell is going on here? Oh, language warning, by the way. (laughs) It it says explicit when you click on the podcast. You know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, man's dropping the T word. (laughs) This this dude was so mad and we thought he was mad at us. We're like, we scored one goal and he's already tilted. But no. He was mad about his teammates. I guess his teammate had said something in in team chat or something. Yeah, so that we didn't see. <laughs> he's all mad. We're talking to him. He's like, "No, it's my teammate." Blah, 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 and he keeps going. Game ends. We win. We get in the next game. He's there again. <laughs> we found this dude twice. He keeps going. He did not stop. So we're like, "Oh shit!" Here we go. He keeps going. Third game comes along. He's now on me and Alex's team. Oh, that's right. And he has not stopped. So we're like, I'm going to be mad forever. This man was so mad. We got scored on. Now I'm going to be mad forever. (laughs) That might have been a little toxic cuntish. It was. It was funny, though, because he was mad forever. It was he three was games later. He was mad for, like, four games, and we're playing rocket cars, man. Yeah, Come dude. On. Like, you fly around in the air, and you try to put the, the score sphere in the ball zone. Like. But you fucked up. Three matches ago. <laughs> <laughs> Once. <laughs> Once. And it wasn't even us that fucked up. It was that guy's teammates three games ago. Like. What the fuck, man? And the Batman. <laughs> and the Batman. <laughs> And the Batman. <laughs> and the Batman. It's horrible. Oh, my God. I love that game. Everything always comes back to Rocket League. Yeah, we've played a lot of Rocket League. Yeah. You know what else we've played a lot of? What? Unfortunately, we've played a lot of GTA Online. We have. We yeah. have. And so there were announcements made about that in Red Dead Online. Uh, oh, God. We, we played it recently. We played it recently. I think you were a little more uh, uh, bothered by it than I was. It just would, like... There wasn't much. There, what happened was great because we're just kind of riding around bullshitting. Pat was just standing there. There's this guy who's like, or Pat was doing a cut scene and I'm waiting for him. 
And this guy comes over. Pat just gets out of the cutscene to see me immediately tackle this dude <laughs> and hog time. <laughs> oh, dude, we, we were. So then I kick him when he's on the ground and Pat took his hat. <laughs> I took his hat. It's true. It's true. I stole his hat. And I didn't even need that didn't shit. Didn't even need that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little meme for us. This dude was following us for a solid 20, 25 minutes fighting us. Oh, yeah. And it was so funny. It was funny. Like, it was just this war between us. I mean, those him. those player moments, like, that's what the, like, for me, like, the the, the open world, like, online games are kind of all about. That's the whole experience. Like, when we played Sea of Thieves and we would get into, like, those 20-minute, half-hour-long chase scenes. Like... I would play that again. Dude, I would, I would love to play, play that again. again. So... Uh, GTA Online and Rockstar and Red Dead had some news. Uh, unfortunately, if you like Red Dead, it's not good news. Rockstar basically announced that they're not doing a big content update. They they did it in their way by saying that they've done a lot of content over the years and they're going to be doing uh season like weekly things. I guess like GTA Online stuff to to incentivize players to revisit some of those things. So, uh, that's all, folks. <laughs> GTA Online uh, likewise had an announcement. Uh, it doesn't sound like there's going to be any more content for it. So I guess like the the uh, the submarine heist is the last one. Okay. Um, however, uh, some long-awaited, long-wanted changes are coming, including uh, nerfs to infamous griefer vehicles such as the Oppressor Mark II. Okay. Uh, legit. Uh, they are going to make it more convenient to access things like snacks and armor. Uh, they're going to allow cell missions in invite-only sessions. Oh, that's huge. And they're increasing payouts across the board from businesses. That's, okay. That's huge. So I mean, these I are don't things everybody needed anymore, but... for a long time. Because, like... Uh, well, this is that's one of the reasons we stopped playing it super consistently was because, like, just... The, the inflation was just so much. You needed a lot just to get started. It's, it's so bad between the money and the player pool that you basically have to cheat to enjoy the game. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's a, like the cheat menus give you features that you need to like manage your, your lobby properly. Basically mm-hmm. it's, it's abysmal. Um, and that's not to like say anything negatively about like the player base or anything like that. Like there are not some, everybody. We've had really yeah. good times. There was yeah. one night. I think I told, I, I don't remember if either of you were there for it. I was playing and we did this, like the whole lobby just did a giant car show and we all went to that parking lot that's right next to the casino and everybody the parked track. their cars. Yeah, right at the racetrack. Everybody parked their cars, had their doors open, their hoods up, music was <laughs> playing, the lights were on and everybody was like voting on cars and stuff. It was awesome. Like, I was like, this is a really cool moment. This is like what I came here for. And then you get the griefers that come in and just spawn everybody to them and blow everybody up and you're like, well, that ruined my Well, there goes experience. the games, yeah. Yep. I don't know. It's weird. Like I have conflicting feelings because it's it's like a good game, GTA Online, that has a bad game grafted onto it. Yes. I feel like, and every update oddly has had a similar balance of good and bad. I feel like it has several bad games grafted onto it. Yeah, it's but each of those bad games also have similar good parts to them. Yeah. Like I like the motorcycle club, and I like uh, like things like that, like buying your apartment or like yeah, making buying your cars. new businesses and. 
Um, I think the biggest disappointment is the the missions for for the heists. The these missions feel like they are they had the fun completely removed from them. <laughs> like there are spans where you have to be stealthy through like just agonizingly long sequences uh, with like obtuse kind of stealth mechanics, or you'll have to like run across like an island like doing like literally nothing except just tapping the X button. <laughs> and it's, it's just not fun. Like the energy and the, and the, the like throttle of the story missions is so not there. And let's not forget Lester. Yeah. Le- that creepy uh, listening to him for Ingrid. 25 fucking minutes. Every time you do anything, I'm like, Jesus. You don't, Christ, you don't like, like fingers. Just, or like Please. every time you log in, you know, you have like 16 calls in a row from all these people advertising the things in this game. Like, yeah. Like, let me choose what I want to do. Like, yeah. I don't need you to sit here and tell me, hey, you know, did you know that there's heists in GTA? Yes, I did. That's why I'm playing. <laughs> you asshole. There's Stop also there's it. also stealing cars. Did you know you could steal cars? Did you know <laughs> it's it's always the more freeform stuff that I have fun with. Yeah, it's uh, always the freeform shit. Well, Even if it's just driving around San well, Andreas. GTA, I, I feel like GTA in general and GTA Online a little more specifically, the options you have for for just dicking around are huge. Like there's a, I, I feel like there's a scale for how much a game lets you dick around. Yeah. Right. Like even if you don't, it, it does nothing to progress the story. It might like hurt you in a way, but like your capacity to just dick around in a game, I find that to be super fun. Like Rocket League, there's not really a lot of room for no. dicking around. It's nice because like Rocket League, it it requires that attention, but it's also kind of in like short. Bursts, bursts. Yeah. which is nice it's it's sort of the opposite thing yeah. like i like either something more like that or like this basically like sea of thieves yeah is great for dicking around grand theft auto red dead redemption these are these are all great <laughs> games for dicking around i just yeah. remember us playing sea of thieves and throwing up on each other <laughs> <laughs> like that thought just came into my mind you're ready to get back in the brig aka the vomitorium <laughs> the vomitorium <laughs> <laughs> the vomit pit I can't tell if there's a hole in the boat or if there's just a hole in my stomach. <laughs> anyway, so these announcements that there will be no more big content updates are basically a signal, and the payouts being increased, which reduces the revenue on shark cards, is a pretty clear signal, I think, that Rockstar is looking to the future. Get yeah, ready for GTA ready 6. For GTA 6, yeah. I'm interested to see where it goes. I, I am really interested. I, I ended up liking GTA 5 way more than I thought I would. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of fun with GTA. So I feel like that what gets overlooked with the with the Grand Theft Auto series in general is how just how well the stories, like the main stories, the single-player stories are written. Yeah, just They're great cast of characters, huge, like introduced like, well. The characters are, are everything about that game, right? Like, I say, if anyone who played GTA 5, I say the words, I say the name Trevor to you you know, like, there's there's a personality that comes to mind. It's not just the character in the game. You think of people that you know in your life who are like Trevor. Yeah. Maybe not all the way, but, like, maybe someone else who has those, like, impulsive tendencies yeah. or, or who doesn't really seem to care much about anyone other than themselves. Or I like, think Rockstar's always been good at that. Like, I know you Like, you're... I didn't get super into the GTA series until 4. because <laughs> Just because Nico was such a... a great character like you had the 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 conflict and like everything about his story kind of 
embodied and, and challenged into that internal conflict. So, like, I don't know. It's just well-written characters. Yeah, it's it's neat how they... It, it, the neat things about that, I recently revisited some of GTA 4's story, and it's cool to see that the boat that brings Nico in is also the boat that the diamonds are coming in on and the heroine is coming in on, which are big takes that end up factoring into not just big heists in Nico's story, but in the two expansions. Okay. Cause, cause, uh, what's it? The bikers and the lost and the damned and, uh, Lewis and gay Tony are both kind of weaving in, trying to get alternating the diamonds and the heroine. I never played the expansions for, you see some of the missions in, the main campaign from other perspectives in those expansions. It's I really a, cool. I played a little bit of the Ballad of Gay Tony. And then just to really cap it all off, even before online brought some of these characters over, there's some crossover in GTA five. The first time you see Trevor, when he sees Michael on the TV while he's porking the, the crack chick. Yeah. yeah. That is Johnny, the main character of the lost and the dams girlfriend. Doesn't he then kill Johnny? He then kicks the shit out of Johnny, you know, yeah. you know, stomps okay. his head in. So we know how that one ends. We yeah. also hear talk of uh, of Nico in terms of like potential heist partners. Yeah, Lester's yeah. definitely Lester familiar him. with him. Lester's real familiar with people because he also sort of mentions the GTA Online character to Michael. Yeah. yeah. Says he's got another uh, contact, but he's uh, not so reliable. Very reliable. Yeah, well, not reliable to Lester because fuck that guy. I mean, not yeah. literally, but yeah, like, no. I mean, I like, he wouldn't be into you anyway. Nah, no, nah, he's old. got that. He's well, he found love true, at the end true. of the casino. Heist, That's right. right. I forgot about that. The thing I will always think about when I think about uh, GTA Four though is the donkey video. I always think of the donkey. Ocean, N- huh? Ocean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I think about that. I think about the one. Where he's constantly singing, oh God, what's the song? The fucking, the Led Zeppelin song. He's just singing. The ocean. Yeah, the ocean. Uh, the ocean. The ocean. <laughs> Fuck. The ocean. <laughs> he's, just, he's just singing it. Though. Like, it kills, that video kills me. Can we get somebody to remix him with Carl doing that? <laughs> So good, I love it. But I'm, I'm 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 really looking forward to six. I think, I think after playing five, especially playing five and then playing Red Dead Redemption two, like it just reaffirms how good they are at writing stories. How far have you gotten? I actually stopped playing two. Uh, I haven't picked up since uh, I just got out of the winter segment. So chapter one, I think okay, that was. Okay, so you're just in Valentine. I'm in Valentine uh, okay. because, and I want to switch over to a segment that I had on here just called What Y'all Playing? I've been playing Sekiro again lately. Okay. Ah, yes. I, I'm going go. back. Uh, uh, this shadow will die twice. I'll probably give up on it again. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, I've, I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I like, man, there's just a lot of like hidden shit in that game. That is, that is a tightly packed game. Yeah. I actually, so I'm going to out myself here, but I actually had to look up where to go next at a certain point in the game. Yeah. Yeah. This time I've like, I, I went pretty straightforward last time. I remember beating, uh, uh, Lady Butterfly. Yes. Okay. Before I beat Janitro. Okay. But now I'm fi- like I found my way to like the the other temple, um, in like the abandoned dungeon, and I like 
Come away to like the the Serpent Temple and just like all these places I didn't even know yeah, existed. There's yeah, there's so and much. And I haven't in that even game. gotten like I just like did not go near Janitro. I I like started towards it and I'm like no, I'm gonna wait. <laughs> I, I, like, I will not. And that's I kind of keep seeing videos on Elden Ring and they they just keep talking about like oh well these super important characters were like these sorcerers and I'm like if you complete Selen and Alva's quest line and I'm like. Who the fuck is Alva? Like, <laughs> 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 I'm like, I know Selen, but like, then there's two other characters that are named, oh, yeah. and it's like, I, like, they're like, oh, what happened to the Albanarix? And I'm like, the what? Which ones? <laughs> what? What are these? The you Albanarx. mean there's a whole town of jar people? What are you talking about? Yeah, the Albanarix are the do, 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 they're the little. Well, you yeah. got the decrepit people, but then you also got the frog looking ones. Yeah. They're like if you shave the misbegotten. Yeah, like there's if you shave be, the misbegotten. Everything in Elden Ring, there has to be two versions. I, I, that's probably the game of all of the well. Other than Bloodborne, it is the one I played the most of of the Soulsborne games is Elden Ring. I, I, I want to so, go back to that. I look for, I'm looking forward to going back after DLC comes out. Yeah, like I, I need some. I need a little bit more meat. But I will say the tradition from Dark Souls Three has continued. For those that didn't know, I did get banned on Elden Ring. Oh. Don't know why. Just kind of happened, and then like they unbanned me. And I was like, well, why did I get banned to begin with? Like, what was the reason? Like, why does this keep happening to me? <laughs> I was just the Ultra King. Leave what, him alone. What are you playing right now, Frank? Right now, weirdly enough, I'm also, I've gone back in time and I've been playing Chrono Trigger. Okay. Oh, yeah. You've been streaming. Okay. That. Yeah. I've been playing Chrono Trigger because I have the Chrono Trigger Crimson Echoes fan made game over there that I've had for a long time. And I just never played it. I've heard it's a real toughie. I've, I've heard it's tough. I've heard it's good. Like, I just want to, I want to play it. I want to get to it. But I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do that, I want to play the original game first. Yeah. Get the source material out of the way again. And then that way you that. can get the references in the fan game. Yes. Like, kind of re-familiarize myself with parts of the game that I might have forgotten. Like, okay. I remember most of the story, but like, there's parts you never, of the You never know what you forgot until you see it because you yeah. forgot. You yeah. forgot. What about you? Uh, I've been playing Vampire Survivors. I did. Pl- I, I think I told I, you yeah, I did play you, it, and I wound up playing it for like four yeah. I, I hours. sold Frank on it. It's a <laughs> it's a horde survival game. You just yes. got to make it to a half hour. And that's there's more to it than that. But the, the one of the big things that drew me to the game is that you can play with one hand. Yeah, all the like all the weapons, everything fires on itself. The only thing you need to worry about is the movement of your actual character. Yep. And like planning ahead. Okay. Uh, one of the interesting wrinkles about it is that there are like ten or fifteen different like weapons and like the same number of accessories, and you have six slots of each. So you have to pick and choose like what you want your build to be because once you pick your first six, you're locked out of everything else. So yeah, you you have you have to make the right choices in order to to have the best chance of surviving late. My favorite weapon. And again, you can play it in one hand. Yeah, my favorite weapon in that game so far has been the whip. The whip's pretty good. Like, I love the whip when you get the fully upgraded whip where it 
you know, it, it gains health. And yeah, it like gains a massive the health, range. and you're like, oh, yeah, this is what I well, need. Well, that's also one of those <laughs> games that gets easier the more you play it. Yeah. Because it has meta upgrades where, like, you can spend currency you get while you're playing to make your character better off the start. You also unlock these items called Arcanas, which change the way that the game is played. Like, yeah, I don't think I've gotten any of those yet. Well, one of, a good example make you like the whip even more. It's called Slash, where, like, certain weapons, it affects certain weapons and gives them a chance to crit. Okay. Um, there's like arcanas that give you revivals, like plus three revivals. And every time you use one, you gain a bunch of stats. Okay. Things like that. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. And you like the first time you go through, like you pick your first arcana, you get one off the start. And then like you get a choice of four at like 11 minutes. And then you get to pick from four more at 21 minutes. Okay. So you just got to hope for good chance, good luck at the end there. Yeah. But it's, it's an interesting game and it just, there's, there's, it's actually pretty like lore heavy. There's there's some decent lore there. Okay, I still don't understand most of it, but like <laughs> it's there. I didn't realize how much I was gonna like the item, the garlic. The garlic is pretty good. The garlic's pretty good. <laughs> garlic is is super easy mode. Like once you start upgrading it, and you're just hitting people from a distance, and you don't even have to touch them. You're so like, what you really want to do? Your your best bet is to combine garlic with Bible, because garlic reduces knockback resistance, and Bible has heavy knockback. So you're basically, you can AFK for like the last 13, 14 minutes. <laughs> you can literally just AFK. This and is be good like, to know. This is good if I should write this down. <laughs> write this down. Write this, this now, down. This is now a Vampire Survivors Tips and Tricks <laughs> podcast. No, it's still the Elden Ring review. Uh, Don't so ever take garlic in Elden Ring. No. I, I did actually start playing Sekiro because I watched a video by Noah Caldwell Gervais. I, uh, I saw that come up in my feed. Did you? I sent you his Dark Souls one he did a little while back, maybe a, a couple months ago. I'm pretty sure I watched that. Uh, he, I thought you would end up enjoying it. It's it's longer, and he ended up really liking the second one a lot. And it's, it's interesting at any rate. He's a very thorough yeah. video essayist and he just dropped one on the other souls, souls games. adjacent, the, 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 Bloodborne. the souls inheritors, if you will. So yeah. bloodborne, Sekiro and Elden ring okay. and armored core, obviously. Yeah, of course, yes. of course. Yeah. Uh, armored core. Um, but no, it's like I went through and I, I saw some spoilers for Sekiro and I was like, Oh, I think it's uh, time I go on and try and uh, see that on myself. <laughs> I don't know what I was going for there, but uh, I recorded it. I can't unrecord it. <laughs> I mean, I can, but I'm not going to. No, yeah, you no. deserve that. I'm gonna nah, you're going to replay it like four times at the end of the song. Um, no, you? I'm going to put it on my soundboard. Nice. <laughs> right next to I had it. <laughs> right next to I had it. Yeah, I'm the, very um, nice. So now no, I, but I recommend that one. I have a question completely, completely unrelated to games. She's due for fourth. Uh, She's due for the fourth. Anything? Anything I, I worked till about five o'clock and then I went home. Okay. That's not I fun. felt really bad for the neighborhood dogs. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was the big thing. Let's fireworks. see. Uh, I didn't really do much. Yeah, there were a lot of fireworks around here. Uh, uh, Pennsylvania legalized a lot of fireworks sales a couple of years ago, like right before the pandemic. And... Uh, We've been feeling the effects now ever people since. people are using them. Yeah. Yeah, dude. People had nothing else to do except blow shit up during during the lockdown. And, uh, well, the lockdown may have sort of passed, but uh, the urge to blow up, shit up did not. I mean, that's just American. That's that's just human, dude. Not you. So, let's see. I went to a couple of family events. Uh, one of them was among the, the younger people, just to, like, we're not really feeling that 
patriotic party, which was interesting. There was a, a tea party. We we all threw tea bags into a kiddie pool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure what the message was, but I think it kind of encapsulates what was going on there. Fuck the British. Big tea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fuck big water. <laughs> just, a, just a big meh. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 like, the feel. There was, but there, I'm assuming there was no overhand. It was all just kind of like uh. it was overhand. Oh. oh wow! I was throwing clumps of them. It seemed <laughs> to be the, the most effective way to do it. Um, just canister shot the fucking kiddie pool with tea bags. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I, I I like to think that I don't know if there's really much that unites us. Uh, across the nation with an identity, except that if somebody wanted to be king or queen, we'd probably tell them to fuck off. So, here's to that. Yay! <laughs> that, that was the sound of me throwing tea into a pool. For me, this is possibly the most fun I've had for a 4th of July, so... Uh-oh, you know, fun warning. I got together with my family. So that's where all the fireworks went. And, uh, <laughs> like... At, we're at that point now. I have an older brother and older sister. They both have kids. They they're, caught up to them and they passed them. Their kids now. Their their kids now are old enough that, like, you know, like you want to like play with the kids, but you're like, I don't know what they yeah. can take because they're too yeah, small. Because they're tiny. Like they're now at that age where like you can mess around with them. Yeah. So we're all in the pool, and I am just destroying these children like that was my goal is i'm like i'm throwing them up in the air i'm throwing them all over the place jumping on them doing wrestling <laughs> like that was just great fucking these kids yeah, up i was just fucking these kids up for like two and like, a half hours like that scene in sunny where they think the kids stole their bike yeah, and they just beat up the, that was me i was i was mac in that pool just bam taking them out it would, dude. It was so much fun. Like it was so much fun to have that moment. Like just throwing them. Like just being able to play with them in that way. Like I was looking forward to that. So is there is there a more joyful feeling than just throwing children? No, no there's really not. No. Like I love throwing children. Like I have you both on record as saying this. <laughs> well, my niece. Oh, that's entrapment. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the, damn uh, straight, you entrapped yourself. <laughs> You've activated my trap card. <laughs> okay, so unrelated, but also somewhat related. Uh, I, I I think I got your guys' answers in the past. This is for the viewers at home. Okay. All right, I want you to like think about this. Write us an email. Just send it to whoever. I don't care. Send it to an email. Yeah, just send it. Just send it to whoever. Send it to your grandma. But write us an email, and we want to know how many five-year-olds you could think you could take in a fight before they take you down. No weapons on either side. I've thought about after after Fourth of July. I think I'd revise my. <laughs> I think I could take more than I thought. <laughs> I, I don't have an answer. I don't. I don't. What I, you don't think about beating kids? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you couldn't even keep a straight face through all of that one. I couldn't. You went for it. I don't think anyway, about beating up now children. That, all right, and this has been the beat kids segment. Huh. Beat kids. <laughs> kids on the beat. Kids beat, on the beat. beat As a kids. mandated reporter in the state of Pennsylvania, I'm a little concerned about my position here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe you got that reference. That's kids on the beat. Kids <laughs> on the beat. Beat kids. The uh, wonder shows in. Okay. 
My favorite bit from that show is the, it was like a Romeo and Juliet where like the the like letters, like the vowels and the consonants were like the Capulets and the Montagues. Yes. And like at the end, like Juliet poisons herself and like Romeo is like, oh, I'll save you and kisses her and gets the poison. And then like she was faking. She didn't actually drink the poison. And she's like, ha, now that fucker's dead. Yeah. I was like, damn. <laughs> That's a cynical take on Romeo and Juliet. That show was funny. That was a, that was a messed up show. It was a messed up show, but it was funny. That's like I keep telling people, I swear. All right. People who are listening, please send an email. To we us. don't care who you send it to. Just send it. Bring it to the 7-Eleven with you. Does anybody other than me, or was it a fever dream, remember the TV show Snoop Dogg's Doggy Fizzle Televizzle? I swear to God it exists, but nobody remembers it but me. <laughs> I feel like you're making that up. Like It was a TV show on MTV. It was like a comedy show that he did, and... It was actually like, it wasn't that funny, but there were moments in it that were hilarious. Like he had this pimp character named Big Jeffrey and he would drive around in a, like the one that always sticks in my mind is he's driving around in his car with a cardboard cutout of Michael Jordan and he's driving the car looking in the, in the mirror and he's like, you see that cop? The cops, Mike, you see the cop like, talking to this cardboard cutout of Michael Jordan. And this is Snoop Dogg. This was Snoop Dogg. At the height of Snoop Dogg. At the height of Snoop Dogg. Like, this is 2004, maybe, 2003, 2004. It was called Doggy Fizzle Televizzle. I swear to God. Doggy Fizzle Televizzle. Doggy Fizzle Televizzle was a oh, real shizzle. thing. I'm telling you. I, I, if it was a fever dream, that's the best fever dream I've ever had. That's wonderful. <laughs> like, doggy fizzle. Tell- doggy fizzle. Tell- oh, fizzle. Like what a crazy thing. thing. 2002. 2000. Okay. So it's real. It is real. The synopsis is Snoop Dogg hosts a variety show. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. That is, that's an accurate assessment of what this is. You know is. what they say? Brevity is good. <laughs> How long are we going? Ninety know. minutes? Ninety-three we, we, minutes? The ninety-three minutes. I yeah. mean, brevity is good. Brevity is good. So let's let's get into the second quarter of the show. All right. <laughs> so that we can talk about more topics. All right. This show is brought to you by Brain Blast Brain Supplements. Uh, <laughs> it's basically just caffeine. It's caffeine and lead. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, now it's sixty percent less lead. <laughs> this is brought to you by Jimmy Neutron and the Brain Blast. <laughs> hey, Jim. That's a that's a pretty good Carl Weezer. It's actually, all right. it's an all right one. I'm not going to do my whole bit, Pat. I won't go into I won't go into the whole bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> but this was good. This was good. Yeah, this was good. I got tired good. of talking to myself. <laughs> I don't. Like I talk too much. As you don't get tired of, of him podcast. talking to himself, or you no. don't get tired of talking to yourself. No, if he's talking to himself, he's not talking to me. I never get tired that's, of that. That's fair. The problem is solved. You're right. Yeah. You basically so, like you take the 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 toxin, you just plug it back into itself. So here's what not you that do. you're a toxin. That's fine. I mean, I am toxin. All you have to do is donate to my Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all you need to do. You can donate too. Oh, you you won't get more of that. Pads. Uh, if you don't yeah, my crusty the This was good. Uh, good. Was it? Yes. I mean, I mean, I enjoyed it. I had fun. I had fun. We had fun. Yes. Yeah. And you had fun. Yeah. It was good to see you guys. It was good to see you guys. Nobody can see us, but it was good to see you guys. We see each other. I was able to give you your Christmas gift from two years ago. It's nice, dude. It's all still in its box and shit. Yeah. Little Dark Souls man. We're like like two and a half years, right? Yeah, like two and a half years. Christmas in July, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, shit. I have a Facebook status. It all worked out. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's it for us. So if you want, you can follow me on Twitter. I I mean, if you want to see a picture of Danny DeVito as Ongo Gablogian, that's how you, that's all you're going to see on my Twitter. But you can follow me on Twitch at the twitch.tv slash the Slonium. I'm there occasionally playing Chrono Trigger. Uh, You're more likely to see me at the store. So feel free to follow me at the storm. Okay. Is That's it, a Mitch Hedberg bit. Uh, uh, but I also work in a store, so. Did Mitch Hedberg have ats? Ats? Like like an at sign? At the uh, Mitch at Hedberg one. He might have. I don't know. Did, did he, he die before a, Twitter? Probably. I at, think so. At these ducks all want sun chips. It's probably his handle. Uh, uh, wherever platforms I'm on, it's at the bomb ass pizza. I don't give a shit about that though. So whatever. <laughs> I don't want you. Our networking skills me. are flawless. Yeah. Uh, you can follow my social media if you care about those things, but I find it rather tiresome personally. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, join the discord. Like if you yeah. want to be part of a conversation with us, that's probably your best bet. Join the discord Just until that discord. turns into shit too. Yeah, yeah. There's probably a link to that down below. There will be a link to it down below. And you... You'll know who I am because my name is my name. <laughs> are, are we still talking because we forgot our outro part? We don't have an outro. Did we really even have We never had one. We I had like personal outros that we all just kind of adjusted. It was, you, you had hold on now. I had we, my we thing. Can, we can settle this debate now. We can settle the debate. I said that your outro was whatever time it happens to be, wherever you happen to be, fuck you. <laughs> And I think that's what it was. That's what I remember. I take any excuse to say fuck you. So see, I knew it. I knew it. You had it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're done here. Yeah, yeah. Say your line. Say the line. Say the line. (sighs) Whatever time it happens to be, wherever it is you happen to be, fuck you. Oh God! You uh, broke it! And so genuine. Thank you.